And you know, us sports moms have something to say. Yes, we do. We'll have a chance to interview across the board from athletes to the parents to the coaches to even the trainers. And we're not afraid to share. We're not afraid to tell other moms what we went through in order to raise up a student athlete. So I believe that it's inspirational. Be able to tell our story, the good and the bad. Yeah. We can give back positive information. Absolutely. You know, we can empower them. Yeah, I think it's time for the mothers to be a voice. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah. It's time for us to to let you know what's going on. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome. 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 We're Hello. live. Hey. Yes, welcome. welcome. It's, happening. it's happening. Oh my goodness. Hey, hey I'm Karen Reese. I'm Shannon Mason. I'm Sonya Warren. Big mama. I'm Arisha Icy Brown. Who we missing? Kawashika, <laughs> say it again. She already said. Oh, okay. I am Kawashika. Hey. All right, <laughs> ladies, welcome, fans, friends. Welcome to the first live show of Can We Talk Sports? And yes. we are excited, excited. Yes, we are. <laughs> we finally found a platform where we can go live. And yes. come and share. Yeah, we have a lot to say. It's about time we're ready. <laughs> That's right. Us moms, we got something, something to, to say. <laughs> yes, we do. So, yes, we, yes do. we do. So, ladies, let's share with the fans, with the uh, our friends, about why we think it's important for this show right now at this particular time. Um. I think it's important because we're going to talk about things that others won't talk about. You know, we're going to share stories um, about just what we've seen as mothers, the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups, the downs, and just be transparent. So I think it's a show that is needed because we're going to answer questions that people have been, you know, wanting to know and asking. And so we're just going to be real about it, you know, so pretty excited. What about you, Big Mama? Well, I think it's a great time uh, for moms to speak up. So often uh, we've, we're seen but not heard, um, right. but we definitely have something to bring to the table. Arisha? Um, I think it's a great time for us to, as moms, speak up as well. Um, and so that people can see the point of view of mothers and that we're not you know, babying our sons or, or our athlete that we are very concerned and we very, we need, you know, um, we need knowledge. When we're asking questions, we're not just, you know, trying to complain. We really need to know. So I think this is a good platform for that as well. Kawashika. Yes, ma'am. I just really believe that we need to um, prepare the next mothers of the generation um, so, you know, so they can be prepared, um, be inspired, of course. Um, just get them ready. Be prepared. I mean, they need to know what, what's to come. Like, like y'all said, the good and the bad. Yes, right. you just see the game yeah. winning when we're winning. But what what happens when we're losing? How do we deal with that with our kids, our student athletes? athletes. Right. Yes, ma'am. Right. Absolutely. Yes, I love that, ladies. I, I think that it is time for the platform of giving the more mothers voices. It's time yes. to tell them that it's time to speak up. It's time for them to share their stories, 
it's time for them to give back. Too much is given, much is required. And we need to, we need not to be afraid to do that, to share stories about an athlete, to educate our moms, to inform our moms, to equip our moms, tell them what we've been through, tell them what we're going through, tell them what to expect. And so I am so glad that we are ready to give them that platform. We are ready to give them that voice. And I'm just yeah. excited. Yeah. You know, you got you got dads always got something to say and talk. And I was like, you know, it's about Thomas mom right. say something. Because you have to understand, you know, every um there's single mothers out there that right. do not have a male figure in their life. And they have questions, they don't understand. And so we're here to help and say, hey, listen, we're going to kind of help you through this process, whether it's recruiting and, you know, whether it's um, the ups and downs, school grades, peer pressure, you know, we're here to talk about it. So, and it's things that dads don't talk about, you know, they always just talk about, you know, their son and making it and things like that. But we're going to talk about the things again that no one else talk about. So right. this is going to be pretty good. And then big mama, you know, she going to have us cracking up because she, I, oh my gosh, y'all just don't, y'all not even ready for i'm telling you because she listen she gonna come for you because she's just gonna be blunt you know what i'm saying and so you just might as well get ready because she gonna call it out and so yeah so i'm i'm pretty excited about big mama boy i tell you what i'm gonna just sit back and laugh that's all i'm gonna say can we keep it real Right, yeah. and she will be exactly. real for real, right? Like it's gonna Take be a no little humor to it, but it's gonna be real. So, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. I, I, I think that uh, you know, looking at us, I just love our makeup as women, as moms. I think that we can uh, just kind of represent every different area of of the of the sports world you know yeah. whether it's basketball football baseball soccer we're coming for it all it's not right, just about right. one sport we're we're going to educate them all it's going to have right. one place that they can come and get that information we're open they can email us they can ask us questions right we're not going to try to mm -hmm. hold it all to ourselves we're going to give right. it out because we understand that everybody has a purpose and uh, I can't stop your purpose. You can't stop my purpose. That's right. And so we're not afraid to share. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, with that being said, I think we, I think we're ready to get to bring our guest on. Um, her name is Sharon Combs. She's an author, a human behavior consultant. We like to call her Shay, Coach Shay. Now look, I get, I'm glad I get to introduce her because I know her from years. Listen, she is real. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love, she's, she's real about our conversation. She's, she's going to coach. She's going to love on you, but at the same time, she's going to bring it. And so I'm pretty excited because we're talking about mental health and this is the biggest topic that, um, is now starting to come out because they're finding celebrities and athletes are dealing with mental illness. And it's something that's been, I feel has been swept up under the rug for so long. Um, a mother having five athletes and seeing the ups and downs that they go through the peer pressure to, to make it the peer pressure to win or what happens when they don't play, what happens when an injury comes and how do, how do you handle it? So I've kind of been through all that. I'm, I'm actually transitioning out of the process of that. It's getting better, but um, it's, it's real. The depression is real. You know, the pain is real. The hurt is real. The disappointment is real, but yeah. we won't talk about it. We just talk about the winning and the success right. and the money right. and the cars right. and right. the life. Yeah. But what happens when the lights are, when the lights go off and that athlete yeah. go home right. and there's no one to talk to or there's no outlet to deal with what they're going through. So if we could bring Sharon Combs to the to the page. Everybody give her a hand. So go ahead. Um, well, okay, go ahead. So <laughs> I thought that this would be a question and answer format, but all right. Um, one of the things I was thinking about this uh, when Karen had let me know and Karen sent me a link about somebody who recently even had like um, 
it's a possibility that there may have been a, another suicide, the twin brother. And one of the things is like, can we play sports? As far as a mother, um, I know, I do know Shannon from, from way back, years and years ago. So I'm glad to see us still in the circle. But one of the things is like sports, sometimes we think sports is who we are instead of what we do. Uh, before anybody's child plays sport, you already love that child, male, female, whatever. You already love that child and saw the potential, the beautifulness, and all of, all of the goodness of your child. You already saw that in your child long before he played, he or she played sport. And so when they hit those walls, adversity comes to everybody. Failure and disappointment is inevitable. The only thing is, just like being a leader and a speaker, when you are proficient in sports, your stuff is more visible. So people have expectations. And if your identity is only in that, if that's removed or if you've been hurt or if that doesn't pan out the way you want it to pan out and it could just be a season you're in, then people are at a loss and they're in this thing that's called transition. And transition, I share this with people, transition feels like falling. Yeah. And whenever you fall, you always try to like catch yourself. So you reach out to anything, right? And that's when you see people reaching out to things that they don't need to grab hold of. The thing is, if you, um, when you recognize transition is the fact that it feels like falling, but you're not really falling. Or as I would say back in Oklahoma, you ain't really falling. It just feel like it. So just <laughs> hold your form, hold your form. We all have had those days where we like, if this was the day, if this, if I had to live this day every day, I would throw in the towel. But you know what? You didn't throw in the towel and you insisted on. And so there are stages of transition. Uh, in the book I have, Hold Your Form, we talk about the stages of transition. And what happened is people make permanent decisions and that temporary feeling. You feel this way. You feel frustrated. You feel depressed. You really may be depressed. I don't want to tell you that you're not because I don't know physiologically, you know, you may be depressed. But just because you feel down and out like that, that's right now today. The same way you was up on the top of the mountain when you was killing it and catching all them TDs and getting that scholarship and, and winning the championship, hitting it at the buzzer. That's a feeling. Those are things that come and go. Nobody yeah. lives in that spot. And when we identify yeah. and our identity is in that thing, then we're, we're always chasing that, almost like a high. And so uh, Karen had asked me earlier, she's like, well, as a mom, what's something that you can do? Again, you loved your baby before they played sports. You know your child. And that's when we have to sometimes get our babies. I, I, you have to get that person and you have to look them in their eye and you have to tell them who they are, not what they do, not what they do. I understand, baby, but understand like um, there's a young man that I saw growing up before I even knew he played football and I could see leadership and business all over him. Leadership and business. He hadn't even had a growth spurt yet. And this is back in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But leadership and business was all over him, even at that age. And so he's not only a sport. And so that's what I would say. Like, when they're going down and out like that, let them do it. Like, don't try to, you know, when people are just having a rough day, man, let them have it. Sometimes we feel like we got to fix everything right there. And as a mother, I know that's what mama's want to do. They want to fix it. Don't touch my baby. I cut you off my baby. Just don't no. with him. Let him have it. Well, see, me, I'm I'm like, get him. So I, I didn't, I don't be like, don't touch mine. I'll be like, get him. Okay, so my question is this. Mental health. Um, where do you feel it starts with? Where do you feel where it starts? Do you understand? Okay. So I, I look at it like this. Okay, so by the time you get to seventh grade, my my theory is this by the time you get to seventh grade is kind of when sports really begins so mm -hmm. first through sixth from first grade to sixth grade it's kind of like oh it's cute you know little johnny's playing and then all of a sudden you know little johnny's making all these touchdowns and then it's like oh my god little johnny's gonna be professional and so as parents i've seen it they all of a sudden take little Johnny, who is only in third, fourth grade, and mm. just where by God, he going to be, you know, the next, you know, NFL or basketball, whatever, swimming, it doesn't matter. And so they put this pressure <clears throat> on this third and fourth grader. So yeah. then by the time they get to seventh, now it's another level of pressure because now they're playing school ball. And so the demand the is different. Yeah. And then they get to high school and the demand is harder. So... 
how do we, I mean, we're, I guess I you can say it all. Well, with the yeah. mental health, um, with sports as well as with anything, with the mental health, we have to be honest. We have to be honest with ourselves and with our babies. Uh, sometimes as parents, people want to live vicariously through their son yeah. or through their daughter. And sometimes uh, there was some injustices that happened in our life. And so we over respond in someone else's life. And we don't mean to. We just want to. I have to be clear with this. We just want the best for our baby. Right. But your baby wants the best for you. And sometimes the pressure to be the best, <clears throat> the baby doesn't want to disappoint you. And that's when, like, again, you have to speak to the identity of, hey, we are right if you never catch a football. That's right. That's if you right. never catch a basketball, if you never run track, we're okay. Like, they have to know that they're okay there. Now, I do want to say with mental illness, mental illness can come from different ways. Um, you know, I worked with young kids, uh, like kids of abuse, and then I worked with a psychiatrist for quite a while who was a pharmacologist. Listen, mental illness can come different ways. It doesn't mean just because there's pressure, there's going to be a breaking. You know, right. actually people get stronger from pressure too. It's up to us to know. That's why we have to know who we're talking with. We have to know our audience. We have to know if a look can crush somebody or if somebody, you might need to do more than look. You know, somebody may need to get a little yoke up. You know, you have to know who you're dealing with. But with mental illness, I want to be careful that we don't feel like just because somebody is going through a transition, that just because you feel message. Just because you feel depressed doesn't mean you have depression. And so That's don't good. stay there, okay? Just because you feel depressed doesn't mean you have depression. People feel depressed when they can't pay a bill. It doesn't mean they have depression. It's a transition. Um, Again, in the book, I wish I should have just made it, but it's the transition stages. And it goes through things like confusion, disappointment, uh, crisis and doing the crisis thing, a lot of people quit in that moment, but that's when you actually just lean forward, lean in. Whether you like your fears or whatever, just because you feel depressed doesn't mean you are dealing with depression. Now, if someone is actually dealing with depression and on medication, there's something physiological within their hormones and you know, just something within their body that's creating depression, then if that's the case, then deal with that as such, deal with it accordingly. Don't be so proud that you like, no, my child is not depressed. No, if your child is actually dealing with depression, there will be other behaviors, not just how he feels one day, but there will be other behaviors that indicate look, this is a pattern, this is a cycle. And as a parent, I have to go ahead and investigate some different options, whether I change his diet and that has an effect or whether I take him to go see someone. So I don't know if I answered your question. I do know, like in seventh grade, yes, kids, they're looking for pecking order. They're looking to fit in. They're trying to see where they fit in this thing that's called the world. Mm -hmm. I, my encouragement to a parent would be, you know what? Always be able to look your baby in the eye and tell your baby who they are apart from what they do. Right. Apart from their function. Yeah. Are as yeah. Compassionate, caring, loving. Be able to speak that into them because just like you gave that, that child life, you can give that child life in your conversation eye to eye. I don't care if none yeah. of this is true. It's me and you. This is what we have. And that breathes life. That will breathe life into your seed. Male, female, whoever it is. You're, you're the stamp. So, yeah. I, you guys have any questions? Yeah. I, you know, for me, um, we were a sports family. My husband was a coach. And my kids, they were all in sports. So that's all we breathed is sports. And so... Unfortunately, I didn't, at the time with me having my kids, one after another, I didn't introduce them to anything else other than sports. And so right now I'm looking at my son not playing sports and my son figuring, trying to figure out who he is or what, what other place does he have in the world other than sports. So what can I do as a mother at this point that's life. Again, guys, these are just suggestions. Only you know your babies. Only you know your children. Only you know the people who you spend time with. I would suggest you point to the transferable skills. Hmm. Even apart from sports, there are things you learned in sports. You learned how to communicate. 
You learned how to work with people that you may not even care for, you know? So that means that you know how to work. Those are transferable skills. You learned if they were like a team captain, they learned how to lead other people. That's right. You know, they learned the plays in the handbook or whatever. So they learned how to do. There's so many things that are transferable, but because they've only used it in sports, they may think it only applies in sports. Mm, but the life right. lessons from sports apply everywhere. That's why if you look yes. at the business field, if you look at enterprise rental car and all the upper management, all of those people are individuals who play sports, sports. because yeah. they learned how to they learned how to follow rules, how to take orders, how to work as a team, how to put self aside so that the whole can grow. That's stuff people right. pay dollars for that. Those That's things right. are transferable. I can relate to that because okay, so my twins. Um, you know, I told him this year, you're going to play a sport during seventh grade. And he's, oh, mom. And I was like, you're going to play football. And I was like, I'm not making you play to be famous. You're going to learn something. You're going to learn discipline. And so um, now I did complain because the co you have to be there at five. Wait a minute. Five thirty in the morning. You have to be there at six. And I kind of mm -hmm. had an issue because I felt like, look, they ain't professionals. Now, why I got to get up at six o'clock in the morning to take some boys to school. But anyway, so. <laughs> They had to get up and be there at six. So that getting up, being there at six was teaching them discipline. And I kid you not, their grades literally shot straight up because one, to play on the team, you can't get, you can't, you have to keep your grades up or you're going to get benched. So they learn responsibility on that. Um, their grades just start advancing to the point. One of the twins actually next um, semester, they're putting him in college prep class, one of a, in college prep science. And so, um, but after football, um, Christopher came to me. He goes, Mom, I want to be team manager for basketball. So Christian plays basketball and Christopher is team manager. But I did it because, like you said, they learned skills. They learned discipline. They learned to respect. They had to learn to listen to the coach. And just the fact of getting up every morning at 530 versus only, you know, getting up at 730 to beat her by 830. That was, that was challenging. But they they realize this is what we have to do to, and that's in life. So I told him it's a life skill that I'm teaching you. Don't look at it as a sport. I yes. don't care. You don't ever have to play, but I'm teaching you a life skill lesson. And as they're going through it, because you're doing that, um, I know um, I have family members who are single parents and their kids are in sports. And you know, this is really good what y'all are doing because it's a platform and it's a forum where people can go and ask questions. Hey, you know, this is this. And then they don't have to feel a false sense of guilt, but also they don't have to forfeit their voice and let like, cause sometimes, you know, the coach is going to have influence, but just because the coach has influence and doesn't mean your influence is removed. You're still the parent. Right. Like, right. So this is a really good platform to help people navigate that, you know, because you know and then what if your belief system is different from your coaches? You know, you got to deal with the fact that the coach may be talking real crazy to your, your children or saying some things that you may not. So this platform is going to be so, this is good. This is going to help a lot of people and not just women, not just single moms, but parents on the whole who are yeah. working and busy and this way they don't have to come in blind. Now back to the thing, you're telling your child that now so that he's knowing like I'm teaching my body how to serve me, not me just serve my body. I'm teaching my body that I get to tell it what to do. Not, not just when I feel like doing something. Right. And if, as they learn, if they recognize that this is not difficult. Like I don't only tell my body what to do in basketball. I don't only tell my body what to do during ref season. And because, you know, we don't know what this form is gonna help educate people. Where Karen, you know, like maybe you had to kind of figure it out as you were going. Yeah. Uh, maybe Big Mama, hi Big Mama. Maybe Big Mama had to figure it out as you were going. You know, but this opens up for them up. It opens it up, not even just in your neighborhood. Now you're able, you know, maybe you have some prep school parents come in, some private school, like different people yeah. come in and say, hey, yeah. these are some options, these are some things. So again, it is transferable and it's life skills. And whenever somebody put everything in their life towards something and it doesn't pan out the way they had it on their vision board, instead of just giving up the whole thing, instead of, look, just hold your phone for a minute. Step back from the vision board and look at it again. It may be something on that vision board that you wasn't focused on. You know, you may be right. the physical therapist. You may end up being, you may love being an assistant coach. There's so many things. Sports is like healthcare. 
there's so many different yeah. avenues that still bring in six figures and more. You right. know, you have a lot of transferable skills and for individuals who are even high school level, high school level in DeSoto, that high school level football, they have learned some real skills that can set them up for success. Yeah, I see DeSoto up there killing the game, basketball, football. <laughs> I was like, wait, John moved to DeSoto? I saw him. Listen, man, but they have, they learn certain things that are transferable. We just, our job is to help them transfer. DeSoto, you. Now, here's the thing, y'all. Parents, you believe that's the only shot. You are not going to be able to open their only vision. You have to know yes. that they have more than that. I don't yeah. care if the world say you only good for football. This is your only way. The world is a lie. The world is a lie. It's a lot more they can do. They start a YouTube channel and make some money. Listen, there are options. There's out options. There. That's right. Yes. And that becomes the pressure because then the dream is deferred. The hope deferred begins to make the heart sick because they thought they only had one hope. No, you right. hope. Not the right. You're the hope. You're the hope. Yes. I, and that, that is good because, again, you know, I look at it like I always tell when Jordan started playing football and we talk about it and I was preparing it, but I say, listen, what are you going to football is the vehicle. Right. And so exactly. it's it's more to football because you can't play that forever. And so it's like I had to go look at the background. Let's say you don't make it right. But there's still more you can do because it's a massive entity it's it's a huge industry there's huge. coaching there's there's um um trainers there's um you name it 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 has different entities to make it run so i was like don't look at it as if i don't play and i don't just tell him i tell Jaden. i tell all the kids like look even when i go out to speak look at it as a broad there's camera there's media there's there's so many different yeah. entities that you can to be a part of that still have that you are still a part of in sports because you like you said it's it's their identity and it's like you have to you, you have to go in and kind of slice it in half and say listen this is a tool this is not who you are but if you don't make you right but it, but you you're right and so you have a lot of guys who when they either get injured or they retire they don't know who they are they literally go into depression or they they don't know what to do with their life because they've made football or basketball whatever sport it is that's their that's their identity and no one's never stopped them and said hey that's not your identity i mean coaches are good but coaches don't even stop them and go hey that's not your identity because coaches are focusing on winning coaching and winning yes mm -hmm. And so they, they have people for that. Um, I'm sorry that you guys can't see this part of the book, but if you just let me read this, yeah. these are the stages of change. When people come out, normally with stages of change, people think of it like with divorce, the birth of a baby, death, mm -hmm. change of a job. Mm -hmm. But with transition, there are these stages. And what happens in these stages is you go through uncertainty, you lose confidence, you're confused, you're depressed and it's crisis. I don't care what change you go through, people go through those stages, whether they go fast or whether they go slow. The downside is when you stop. Failure, listen, failure is only failure when we make it final. And so we have to be sure. When I was younger, if somebody told me, hey, you know what? You are going this like you may be a sportscaster or something and you're going to make $250,000 a year being a sportscaster and they, they also are going to give you endorsement. I'd be like what? Killing the game you know <laughs> but somewhere somewhere because of this visual culture and because we're taking our identity from other people's from external from external estimations you know what I'm saying? Okay. Somewhere now people think that's a failure. They're like, I didn't make it here, so I have to do that. No, you get to do that. Right. Mm. You're good. still in the top 85, 95%. You're up there in the percentile. Right. You know, so maybe I'm sorry that you might not have the healthcare bills that some 
somebody who played football for seven years. We don't even know their name. They going to the doc. Listen, don't get it twisted. You're still successful. That's somewhere, right. Somewhere we're not letting individuals know. No, you are a success. That's and right. That's we speak to them. We, you're a success, bro. Yeah. Full scholarship. Somebody paid. Right. Wow, that's, that's yeah. good. From water to the fact that my mm -hmm. wallet, Lord, I thank you for pink paint. You know, you just <laughs> that's good. Yeah, you know, maybe we should. Maybe I, I mean that's her. good because I think that's I yeah. know right. We should do that. I think that's something um, parents need to implement. I think I'm gonna implement that with mine. Get it. Get a yeah. journal. Call it a yeah. gratitude journal. Yeah. Don't yeah. write the negative. Yeah. Just write what you're okay. grateful. You know what, God, I think. Yeah. I thank you today. I caught the ball. Well, okay, I thank I you today. You know, I had a sandwich. I yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. And your um, I, this, right. it's so funny to me that Jordan, your son, you because I remember, I remember how small he was, you know, <laughs> but he's always been a leader. Yeah, he's always been a leader. Yeah, you know, and that's who he is. Yeah, that's who he is, and then yeah, and the the identity, like I said, sports is. It's a tool. It, it's a tool to where God has for him to go. So um, I'm pretty excited. So as for all you guys know, Coach Shane used to, you still referee, right? I do still referee. Okay. So tell us what have you seen as a ref out there with dealing with coaches, parents? I mean. My God. And listen. My God. Refs get it hard, y'all. You know you be out there yelling. Yeah. You need classes. What you right. doing? Y'all know y'all yeah. need, <laughs> need somebody to walk you to the car. Right. So okay. tell us okay. as a ref what it's like. I had to be walked to my car. Wow. Uh, there are referees who have to be escorted out of town because oh, wow. wow. People come up to you and they like you fouled my baby out. I don't even know who your baby is. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't know wow. either of these teams. And the. Uh, because I'm a ref, I'm, the arrogance that you think my only job out here was to identify your baby and foul your right. baby. Out. You know what I'm saying? This right. is why I teach on emotional intelligence. And here's the sad part of that. The child feels that. And a child has a natural inclination to want to protect their parents and, you know, please their parents. So now the child is going to be out there trying to talk crazy. And you know what? Now they're going to be fouled out somewhere. You know, go sit down. They're gonna have to deal with that. So I see it. I see people who um immediately they're like, um, "You hurt my kids' chances for college." I'm talking sometimes kids in like third grade. Oh, wow. Listen, man, <laughs> and I know that we have a lecture, these babies still hugging each other. No. They still giving each other the bottle. You want it? You shoot it now. You know, like. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. And don't, this, this burns my heart. Don't you be going off on your kid like that. Like, like your kid is now stupid because he made a bad pass. No, he's learning basketball IQ. He's learning sports IQ. He's learning. But if you go off like he's stupid over that thing, then that now, that's his definer. You've made sports his definition. And then he gets older. And guess what? Now he doesn't know how to separate. Now mm -hmm. he now he thinks he is this sport. You know? Mm -hmm. so with that. I don't like that. I know people get passionate. I'm cool with you getting passionate. But I hear parents elbow them. If they ain't going to get them off of them, you get them off of you. That, it's, it's five against seven. Shut that down. It is not five against seven. It's five against five, man. We don't know these babies. We out here trying to make sure everybody have a good time and everybody go home safe. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I love it, and I do love getting the referee, but um, refereeing has taught me a lot. It's taught me how to hold my form. It's taught me how to not take, take things personal. You know what I'm saying? Like if a coach says something crazy or a kid says something crazy, 
not to take it personal because I understand that they're passionate and they may, yeah. they may be on that spectrum too. You know, and my job is to maintain, my just to maintain and gain management. But I do, I see, it's heartbreaking, man. I said, girl, I'm about to cry. I see parents talking so crazy to their babies and you can just see the shame and the humiliation on that child. And I see it at all ages, mm. at all ages, you know? And it's, it's heartbreaking. Where you're, is, though. you're telling them that they ain't nothing because of how that game went. No, no. And that's wow. not how it go. That's not how it should go. Not but I, I'm just saying, I, these are things I've seen. These are things I've seen. And so, um, you know, I'll be after I'll put the ball up in front of my face and I'll say something encouraging to the kid. You know, good job. Right. I like that. I know you were a little right. upset in the second quarter. I like how you got back in the game. You know, no one knows you're saying it because my mouth is going to be covered, but I'm like, good job. Good job. Yeah, or when I, I like see somebody that. help somebody else up, hey, that's the way you do it. Good sportsmanship. You know, little things like that because that's who they are. Right. Those are right. the character things right there. That's what I'm looking for. So, yeah, man, I've seen some crazy stuff out there. Y'all don't be booing me when y'all see me out there. I see some crazy <laughs> stuff, man. I see some crazy stuff, but... Jeffrey, you cheated. <laughs> oh, yeah, they say it all the time. You cheated. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen some leave real fast. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, they a good paid one. You. Who yeah. paid you to come out here? I've, yeah, I've and just it. to be clear, um, refereeing is, refer, refereeing, I don't think refereeing outside of the NBA or like the NFL, it is not anyone's primary source of income. We are there because we love people and we love the game, you know? Wow. Right. Ever right. 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 Because in any field, there's going to be an exception to the rule. But on the whole, man, we just out there, we, we love the game. That's the way that we give back to the game. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Coach Shay, tell people how uh, they can connect with you or how they can get in touch with you if they need some kind of life coaching or some advice. Actually, uh, yeah, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find me at UCDI Leadership. Um, I'm a human behavior consultant. I'm also a leadership trainer. So I speak on leadership. I train on leadership and on language mastery. I love people to recognize the audience and know how to speak to who they're speaking to. So if you're interested in that, on Instagram, you see it right there. It says at UCDI Network. You can follow me on Instagram. Um, that's pretty much it. You can find me on Facebook, UCDI Leadership. I think on purpose, we do have a group that helps people think intentionally because, again, we do all have those days when it's just like, man, I'm, I, I've been hit so hard, it's hard for me to breathe. You know, I just want to like, ah, I tried everything, man, and dang, you know, just dang, it didn't work. And so we have those days. And so we think on purpose. What we do is we we acknowledge that emotion, but we don't let that emotion dictate all of our decisions, you know, because it's a temporary feeling. I may not feel that way in the morning, you know. And so we just we get around one another and see what's life giving to each other. So those are the ways you can find me. I'm really excited about this. Can we talk sports group, y'all? I, I blessed it. I pray that you guys are just really able to help people, help people navigate this thing with sports because people feelings get hurt. People get personal. They swear you they mortal enemy. You know what I'm saying? Over sports. And uh, I really hope you guys can help navigate, help people navigate that. And All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. You ladies, have any parting uh, comments for Coach Sharon before she leaves? Come on, Big Mama. Where are you Come at? On, Big Mama. I'm looking at Big Mama. Too. You on, Big Mama. We need you to take this out I'm with a laugh. Come on, <laughs> Well, I think with us dealing with uh, mental illness this evening, uh, I'm, I'm just a little more reserved. But um, I, I, I do think it is important uh, for parents to teach their children that uh, change is inevitable and uh, teach them how to embrace that change. And like uh, Coach Shea said earlier, so often uh, we try to live our lives through our children of things where we didn't quite make it. But unfortunately, um, in a lot of our communities, we teach our children that you have to make it. Um, I can't get my house if you don't make it. 
and that's a lot of pressure on us on a it's kid a and you you're making these statements but you don't realize the impact that it has on his mind when he drops the ball yeah you know this is one less chance that oh my god my mom is dependent on me you know and we have to step back as parents to realize that you know sports uh can teach us some life lessons but sports is not life. You know, the percentage of the people of, of young people that in that play sports that go professionally are is just such a, a, a small percentage. Mm-hmm. But we teach every kid in the fourth grade, you know, you're headed to the NFL. And it's unfortunate sometimes when they don't reach that mark, but we don't give them the vehicle or the avenue of how to uh, maintain themselves after they don't reach that mark. So um, I appreciate you, Kose, with uh, especially with the uh, keyword tonight, transitioning. Uh, it, is, it is hard as an adult to transition when we have job loss or divorces or things of that nature. So you can imagine a kid coming from certain communities having to make sure that my family my family is on my back so that's a lot of pressure to to put on them so we definitely want to talk to parents uh about mental illness even if it's uh, woven into the um the high school curriculum part of it because it's a it is definitely something that is needed uh because these children experience all all kinds of things uh but especially that parental pressure I just but I got some things coming, but go ahead, Coach. Uh, no, 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 I, not, I, I, you know, that mental illness, we're so quick to say, oh, he's crazy, oh, she's crazy. But it is not. It is something that we don't discuss that has become so harmful to our community and to our young people um, that we just don't address it. Go ahead, Coach. I know, again, uh, working with uh, the doctor that I work with, there were so many successful people I knew, and they were they, they were coming to see the psychiatrist. So even mental illness doesn't like it's not all or nothing. You know what I mean? Like there are people who who may actually struggle with some things and they may be on medication, but they are living their life. You know, yeah. And a lot of times you said that that pressure. And so the kid comes up with an all or nothing mentality. It's all or nothing. And so if they don't get it all, then, of course, it's nothing. And we've left them with despair and hopelessness. We've yeah. left them with nothing. Because they, it's all or nothing. My house or nothing. And so um, I just, I I hate that all or nothing mentality. I'm not trying to say don't go 150 for your goals. No, you go all out for your goals. You leave it all on the field. Leave it all on the court. Leave it all, give it all that you have. Give it all that you have. But it's not all or nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's not all or nothing. Oprah would never be where she was if she'd had her dream of just being a newscaster, you know, like open up your vision. And so you're right. Thank you. Thank you, Big Mama. You know, you Big Mama got the, hey, Big Mama, Big Mama Shannon. I can't wait. I'm telling you, I'm going to be on the floor. So if I drop the mic and be on the floor, I'm telling you, I've seen her in action. Y'all not ready. Yeah. So this was really good. This was, this was, um, I heard somebody say something. Kwasika, can you hear us? Yes. Can you hear me, Coach Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. Before you go, quick, quick question. Maybe, you know, some moms or dads um, may be asking, what age do you think um, the children should have a life coach? I know, I know, you know, mentors is great, like that. you know. But what age do you think that the kids should have a life coach? I would say high school. High school? Yes, high school. Because before high school, you want to be sure that you're the one that's uh, shaping your child. You know? Yes. Listen, you want your child to display the image that you want your child to display. And so with that, parents, be mindful because your child is always looking. No pressure. Don't be all condemned. I didn't do it right. Nobody did it first. Get over yourself. We do it. But... All the way up to like eighth grade, you know, just think of it. Even in eighth grade, they don't want people to know they're hugging you, but they still running up trying to get them right. more hugs and getting the bed with you and stuff like that. But right about high school, I think that um, I don't want to say a full-on life coach, 
but somebody to help them know what to say, somebody to help them know what to say to the media, somebody to help them know how to navigate, especially if you believe you're going to go to the next level in college. Right. And so somebody to actually help them manage their time. No, this is how much time you do need to give the homework for real. You need to and learn how to do it without somebody holding your foot to the fire, because as you go on, you're going to have you're going to have less oversight. You're going to have to be more self-governed. And so in high school, I think like a mentor or a coach like that would really begin to help. And if they haven't had that, then they definitely will need it in college. But in college, they're going to put people around you to tell you what to say at the press conferences. Right, you right. Know? But high, I think high school, high school, high school, especially if you have a child that is a standout athlete, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to have people coming to them from different areas and different ways saying different things. So you need someone outside of yourself that can help vet that. Right. You know, in those ages, they don't think parents know anything. So you need someone else who will have their ear. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to. Thank gonna, you. Thank you. Okay. I was going to say this is this has been really good. Um, the questions and it's a topic that it it's it's one of those you can do part two part three i mean it's really it's a lot because I, we haven't even we we kind of topped the surface but we haven't even really dug in right because the pressure um of you know we the one percent that should be a book right called the one percent because that is really everybody's trying to make that one percent and what happens if you don't make the one percent no one deals with the reality of you may not make one percent and so the one percent is all and if you don't make it that's where a lot of young people feel they failed i didn't even make one percent maybe i'm not that good and it's like that one percent really need to be dealt with so this is this has been pretty good i think um yeah, guys, and, and it's and it's deep, you know. Um, as as you guys are doing it more, as you're doing it more and more, you'll find out there are other things other than happy, mad. Like you have primary colors, there are other emotions than primary emotions. So if people learn like what disappointment feels like, what disillusionment feels like, then these things aren't formed. You know? Okay, I'm a, I heard somebody say something. Just what? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, you know when you you're on the line and someone calling, I was like, no. <laughs> sorry. Oh. Nah, this is but really no, this is one. good. Yeah, this is really good um, for us. And I mean, like I say, for the parents. I mean, it's time to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, <laughs> so they can be prepared. Like yeah. we are preparing you literally so you know how to um you know protect your child how to navigate how to navigate big money in texas i know that right sports is big money you have as well so you have to help them navigate the disappointment of realizing somebody may have been predatory and they had put faith in that person right but that and listen that's why y'all do it y'all are grace for it fight for your baby amen your babies Look at big Amen. mama, big mama boy. Big mama got wisdom over there. I can't wait to talk to you offline. <laughs> yes. All right, you guys. So um, we're hoping we are going to be doing this every Sunday night at 10 p.m. That's after you uh, put the babies to bed, you and cook dinner, you right. kind of have settled down and you're getting ready for the week. Every Sunday night, can we talk oh, sports? sports? Oh, it's right. gonna be yes. here. Yes. So we so, doing it ten or nine? Nine. Okay. Ten p.m. Eastern. Ten p.m. Eastern. Ten p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. She's so, all of them. <laughs> yeah. So we invite you guys who are watching to share, to like, to tag someone that you know that needs uh, wisdom knows that they need some help in this navigation of sports. We've been there. We've done that from all walks of life. And so uh, we're here to help you. Yeah, so, yes. Karen, we need to do a Q&A. Oh, we Q- do, Yeah, we need to do a Q&A. Questions. Yeah. They yeah. ask questions. We'd be able to answer the best to our ability. We don't know everything, okay? 
but you know to the best of our ability i think that'll help too that sounds good that sounds good if you have any questions we we can pick it up and answer them on our next live right so yeah. you leave your questions and we can answer them on the next live but we are here for you that's right. can we talk sports that's right <laughs> yes so, all I'm right excited, yeah. ladies I am I, excited. Me too. Thank you. Oh, we got yes, cheerleader yes, in the corner. Yes. Rah, rah, just DeSoto. Yes. Shout out DeSoto. Listen, I got to say this, y'all. Listen, DeSoto, if you watching, y'all need to give her a key to the city. Come on. Let me tell yes. you. Yes. She is your number one cheerleader. Yes. I mean, yes. When I say she's in the community, She's, she's out in there. The she's posted. She's at Come every on. game faithfully. I mean, yes. you have it. She's doing it. She did a documentary on so you're on what seven yes. athletes. Listen, give her a key to the city, <laughs> to the city. because yes. she is your number one cheerleader. I mean, it's <laughs> like every post the soda you. What is it? The yes. soda. I mean, it's the soda you. It is the Gotta yes. give her love. Gotta give her love. So yes. you know, I give that plug for you, Karen. I got you. I got you. Oh, thank you, thank you. But you know what? I'm saying that you need to invest <laughs> in your community. Yeah. Okay, oh, President. Everybody. Invest yes. in your community. That's your vote kids Karen go for there. president. Oh yes. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, vote Karen like for that. president. Yes. Vision 2020. It's oh, all right. Yes. 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 Oh, right. The president of the Booster Club. That'll probably be the only president. <laughs> all right, ladies. All right. Thank you guys. Any parting well, shots before we go? The word I'm of the hope. day. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I don't know. Yes, I'm a guest, but please feel free. Um, if y'all interested in a book, you can go to lulu.com yeah. and just say, hold your form. Hold your mm. form. Um, it's very helpful for people, especially in the college age. It's just, mm -hmm. just real talk. Uh, but thank y'all so much for having me. You're welcome. Really thank you for, that. Thank you for right. sharing. Yes. Kawachika, you, you got a last thought? Oh man. <laughs> oh, I hear leadership. Leadership. That's all I hear right now. Leadership. Yes. All right. Yes. What about you, Big Mama? Oh, uh, just from Cochet transition. It's it's inevitable. It's every day. It's continuous. We want to embrace it. Yes. All yeah. right. How about you, Shannon? Hold your form. Hold your form. Hold your form. Like, that's what it's about. So, yeah. All right. My last word is this week put a pot roast in a cook, in a slow cooker, and you have your dinner for the week. Come on now. I like It's cold. That's comfort food, y'all. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, lady. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Great week. Thank you. See you later. Bye bye, ladies. Bye. Bye bye.